Hello boys and girls, and welcome to another magical episode of Famous Person Storytime. Today's famous person is... Damn it, little Timmy, where is that glass of bourbon that I asked for five minutes ago? And their story will be... Bill Clinton is not getting paid enough to read Cinderella to you little brat sober. So sit down and have a warm cup of cocoa while we enjoy today's story. All right, that's better. All right, let's let's have this. All right, here we go. All right, Timmy. Now, not only does this look suspiciously like milk, but it also tastes exactly like milk. Actually, hold on a sec. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Would your mom make this? <laughs> oh, you. You probably don't get that, do you? Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Anyway, so I'm reading Cinderella. Here we go. All right. You kids ready? Put on your thinking hats. And then take them off, because I'm going to be reading to you. You don't need to think. You just got to sit there and listen. So I'm a little cranky. All right. I'm a little cranky. I have not had my booze this morning. Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. What is that, Nicaraguan? Oh, yeah. I know Puff Daddy prefers Cambodian, but it's just Nicaragua and nothing for me. I mean, I'm telling you. You still know what I'm talking about. Right, of course. Uh, okay, never mind. You know, let's just die. Alright, so once upon a time, there was a rich man, and he made his fortune in melons, you know, but not the kind of melons that you eat. I mean, you can suck on them, but, you know, he... Melons and videos... I, I can't actually say... Because I might get in trouble with the FCC. So, just, you know, it rhymes. For, but for all you adults, if you know what I'm talking about, it rhymes with corn. Oh. And some of them actually do involve corn as well. It's it's some pretty nasty stuff. Just the way I like it. Alright, let's go. Anyway, this rich man who made corno videos, his wife became sick one day. And when she felt her end was drawn near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said to her, Dear child, remain pious and good, and then our dear God will always protect you, and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. You know, don't, none of that, none of that smoking shit. It's bad for you. Don't be doing that. Also, stop hitting squirrels with baseball bats. It's, those two are both equally as bad. Just, you know, careful. Those squirrels, they will attack back. Just, I, they look small. You don't mess with squirrels, though, all right? I'm telling you, little bastards. And then when she finished off her weird squirrel tirade, she closed her eyes and died. After that, the girl went out to her mother's grave every day and wept. And she remained pious and good. Although every time she would see a squirrel, she would get really nervous. Then, when winter came, the snow spread a white cloth over the mom's grave. And when the spring sun had removed it again, the man took himself another wife. Was that supposed to be a metaphor? These kids aren't gonna get this metaphor. They're too dumb. They can't even get me bourbon, right? They're confused with milk. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad milk. I mean, Nicaraguan, great. I love it. Good stuff. Good people, too. You should go there. Okay, maybe you shouldn't go there. It's kind of dangerous, actually. You know where you should go? Japan, where pretty much porno is everywhere. 
You can see titties on buses and titties in vending machines. You know they got vending machines with tampons, gondoms, and... Did I say gondoms? Well, gondoms as well, but condoms, panties, and tampons. Three of my favorite things. Anyway, the point is that the rich corno man took himself another wife. Now this wife brought in two daughters into the house with her. They were beautiful with fair faces, but evil and dark hearts. <laughs> oh, that means they like it dirty. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> I might have, I might have had an affair with one of them. <laughs> I won't say who. It was both. All right, just anyway. Time soon grew very bad for that poor, poor stepchild. The stepdaughter said when they came into the house. The stepdaughter said, "Why should that stupid goose sit in the parlor with us?" Goose? What? I don't. Huh? I don't get the metaphors in this story. All right, just are gooses ugly? I thought they're they're like a beautiful thing or something. I, I don't know. This I, I don't really understand metaphors. I'll be honest. Similes. Now those that that's where it's at. Okay, we want similes. And if I am elected president, there will be far more similes in my administration. At least 34 percent more similes in my administration than the current president. Move over, Obama. Yes, we can. More like. Yes, we can. Like a bull. See? Simile. Boom. Done. Four more years. Alright, let's go. Oh, I'm all right up now. Need another drink. Alright, good stuff. Actually, you might want to fill this up, little Timmy. It's, it's running a little low. Alright, go on. Go on. You're not missing anything. Don't worry. Anywho. So they said, if she wants to eat bread, then she will have to earn it. Out with this kitchen maid. Wait, th did they fire the kitchen maid or... I don't... Is that a... I don't even know if that one's a metaphor. Uh, see, this is what I'm talking about. Metaphors. Alright? It's freaking stupid. Just simulate it up. Or say what you mean. It's like that Jesus fella. Always talking in parables. Just, you know... If you want us to work hard, just say... Work hard, jerk face. Or something. I don't know. However he talked. I don't do a very good Jesus impression. I'll be honest. So anyway... The evil uh, sisters, they took her beautiful clothes away from her, dressed her in an old gray smock, and gave her wooden shoes. Apparently they turned her Dutch. <laughs> oh, oh god, I hate the Dutch. Alright. Don't ask me why, it's just, it's, it's a Clinton thing. It's a Clinton family tradition, alright? It's very important to my legacy. And they said to her, Just look at that proud princess. How decked out she is. Holy crap, they used the word decked out back then? That was kind of cool. Alright, we got one good thing going for this story. Decked out. That's where that phrase came from, apparently. Now there's a met- that's not a met- that's a- that's a- Shut up. They shouted and laughed as they let her into the kitchen. There she had to do hard work from morning until evening. Get up before daybreak, carry water, make the fires, cook, clean, clean some more, you know, get onto that toilet, Wash the squirrels, and she didn't like squirrels that we said before. She was nervous around them. She was forced to do it. Those evil bastards. She also had to build the bear watchtower in case there were bears coming. It's like a shark tower, but with bears. Actually, that's a great idea. I should. In my administration, all national forests will have bear towers. Anyone living in woods, bear tower. We will protect your home from bears, even though they're on the extinction list. I take no chances. Actually, you know what? Bears do get into regular communities as well in cities. You know, I, I, I'm just going to put them in every single town. How about we just do that? 
just to be safe. Tax dollars protecting the people. Bill Clinton, by the people, for the people, and of the people. No bears. That's a great campaign slogan. I'm coming with tons of campaign slogans. This is gonna be this is gonna be easy in the pie. All right, easy in the. See, I don't get metaphors. All right, I already explained that. Just shut up, stupid kids. Probably don't know metaphors. Anyway, on with the story. Besides this, the sisters did everything imaginable to hurt her. They made fun of her, scattered peas and lentils in the ashes for her, so that she had to sit and pick them out again in the evening when she had worked herself weary. There was no bed for her. All there was was a pile of snakes, and they had her sleep on those snakes. But she was actually okay with snakes. It was those squirrels that was the problem. And the snakes would actually eat the squirrels. So it was actually pretty nice for her. She was okay. But she didn't let that on. She was cool. She was like, oh no. Snakes. Whatever shall I do? And she laid there comfortably after they walked away. She's like, oh. Oh, oh, oh. This is great for my back. <laughs> I know a couple things that would be great for her back. <laughs> Wait, that didn't make sense. Damn it. Metaphors. <laughs> They strike again. Even I can't escape from them. They're evil little buggers. All right. Anyway, she would get really dirty and dusty because of all these snakes and and stuff. And you know, she always looked dusty and dirty. And so they called her Cinderella. I I think that might be lost in translation. Anyway, this snake bed was by the hearth in the ashes. And because she always looked dusty and dirty, they called her Cinderella. <laughs> oh yeah, cause she was sinful. Oh, the things she would do to you. And hell, she's laying on a bed of snakes. Oh yeah, what better aphrodisiac is there than a naked lady laying on a bed made out of snakes? Pretty bad one actually, because I am not getting any action out from down below. There is nothing going on down there. It is not as good as I thought it would be. I am literally imagining it right now, and it is a horror from the depths of my being that I cannot describe. It's like when I first saw Hillary's vagina. Crap, I should not have said that. Ah, eh, you probably don't know what a vagina is. Hell, if you don't know what a metaphor is, you probably won't know what a vagina is. Anyway, one day it happened that the father was going to the fair. And he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. One of them asked for a beautiful dress, the other for pearls and jewels. And Cinderella, he asked, Cinderella, what do you want? Not that I'll get it for you. <laughs> I'm assuming another snake. And she said, no, father, break off for me the first twig that brushes against your hat on your way home. What? Um, okay, why would... Why would you want a twig? What is she gonna do to- Is she gonna hit the squirrels with the twig? I, I mean, I guess- Alright. I guess that makes sense. I mean, you wouldn't want to touch a squirrel. Oh god, it's too dangerous. You need a weapon. Alright, okay. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. You know, you just gotta give it a second. Kids, you can't just call an idea bad right away. You gotta think about it. Just don't do your first reaction. I'm coming up with great lessons for these kids. So anyway, so then the father, he bought the beautiful dresses, the pearls and jewels for his two stepdaughters. And on his way home, he was riding through a green thicket, a hazel twig. Oh, a hazel twig. Oh, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Anyway. Oh, she is lucky. A hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Imagine the look. 
hazel twig that is where it's at she will look decked out in that hazel twig i'll tell you what he broke that twig off the hazel twig <laughs> wink and took it with him arriving home he gave his stepdaughters the things that they had asked for and he gave the cinderella the twig from the hazel bush oh baby Cinderella thanked him and the gods for that hazel twig. She then went to her mother's grave and planted the hazel twig upon it. And she wept so much that her tears fell upon it and watered it. And it grew and became a beautiful hazel tree. Because that is the magic of hazel. Alright? Kids, go home. Get like, like, a, like a Spongebob sprinkler can and a hazel branch. Stick in the ground and then water if that hazel, if that... With that Spongebob container thingy that I said a second ago. Can't remember what it was. Who cares? I don't know metaphors. Alright. Cinder. Wait. Was that a metaphor? See this is how much I don't know metaphors. Cinderella went to this tree three times a day. And beneath it she wept and prayed. That is a lot of weeping. A white bird came to the tree every time. And whenever she expressed a wish... The bird would throw down to her what she asked for. Really? That's... Why she just get a gun and shoot her stupid two stepsisters? What a dumb thing to do. Actually, you know, better yet, why didn't she threesome her stepsisters? That would show them. Somehow. I don't know. I just want to see his threesome. Alright? With just three chicks. Not, not like two... Not like a guy and two girls. No, no. You want three girls. That's what a threesome is in my book. I don't know... I don't know how you do it. But that's how I do it. Uh, you know, that I watch in the corner as I weep and pray because it is the most beautiful sight on God's green earth. Wait, wouldn't it be God's blue earth? Because most of it's blue. It's like 70% blue. Alright, I might be getting a little tipsy, by the way. I, I, I might start not making sense. This milk is really... Oh, wait, this is... Yeah, this is milk. How am I... Just trust me, alright? Milk makes me tipsy. Especially Nicaraguan milk. Anywho, what was I talking about? Okay, here we go. Now it happened that the king proclaimed a festival that was to last three whole days. All the beautiful young girls in the land were invited. All of them that had big gazongas at least. It, none of them were small titties. He, the king did not like them. You know, he was a little biased. I say all shapes and sizes. It's all good in the neighborhood. My old man, my homie, Mr. Rogers taught me that. Great man great man anyway he did this so that his son would select a bride for himself now when the two stepsisters heard that they too had been invited they were in high spirits literally they had just smoked a whole batch of pot just some cannabis right in there they thought it made them look beautiful or something they're kind of weird i don't know that they, they think it's good for their skin or something because it because it's natural just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good poison ivy is natural it's not good Alright, I realize I'm yelling at two imaginary people from a story that's not real. Just, you know, just, okay? Alright, anyway, they called Cinderella saying, Comb our hair for us. Brush our shoes and fasten our buckles. We are going to the festival of the King's Castle in style. They had like a disco ball they were bringing. Just underneath their arm is really huge. They're going to hook it up to the castle wall and it's going to be jamming all night long. Disco. Oh yeah. Not dead back then, baby. No, it was alive and brimming. They thought they would do, be able to do it. You know, the, the, 
the fire inspectors, they would not allow them to put that up there. Actually, the, the wall was too high. It wouldn't actually work very well. Just, it wouldn't work. They were stupid. All right. Anyway, so Cinderella obeyed, but wept because, she, damn it, this girl cries a lot. Why are you always crying? Jesus. I, you know what? She probably thinks that every time she cries, a tree will grow. But you got to have that hazel. You got to have that hazel branch. It just works on that. It wasn't your weeping. I mean, you could have poured Alka-Seltzer on that hazel twig and it would have grown. That's how great hazel is. All right. You're nothing special. All right, lady. Just. Okay. Anyway, she. She wept. Ugh. Because she too would have liked to go to the dance with them. She begged her stepmother to allow her to go. She said, You, Cinderella, you are all covered with dust, dirt, and shedded snake skins. And you want to go to the festival? You have neither clothes nor shoes. Well, you do have a very nice handbag made out of alligator. But still, you want to dance with that? However, because Cinderella kept asking, oh, she was just nagging, night after night after night. Oh, wait, this was just one night. But it felt like night after night after night. And the stepmother finally said, I've scattered a bowl of lentils, not sure what that is, into the ashes for you. If you can pick them out again in two hours, then you may go with us. Cinderella went through the back door into the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. Wait, the good what? I don't... Damn it, metaphors! I... Ah! I need a drink. Oh yeah, chug that sucker. I mean, there's like a little tiny bit left, only this much. Okay, if you're hearing this on the radio, you probably can't actually see how much I'm measuring it, but it is a—it is not very much. It's like, it's like one fourth of a hazel twig is how much was left in there. All right, thick, you know, high. I just said two contradicting words. I have I lost you kids? I've lost you kids now, haven't I? Ah, who cares? So two white pigeons came in through the kitchen window. And then the turtle doves, and finally all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and swarming in and lit around the ashes. All the birds. It was like that movie, The Birds. It was probably the same ones, friggin' psychopath birds. They had a terrible childhood. Their dad used to beat them. Oh, it was awful. And then they, this hatred grew inside them until they were adults, and they just wanted to hurt and burn everything in their path. Although they were pretty good at doing favors if you ask nicely enough. So anyway, the pigeons nodded their heads and began to pick, 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 pick. And the others also began to pick, 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 pick. They gathered all the good grains into the bowl. Hardly one hour had passed before they were finished and they all flew out again. The girl took the bowl to the super mother. What? Okay, I think I was thinking Super Bowl when I said bowl. My bad. That one is my bad. Okay. The girl took the bowl to her stepmother and was happy, thinking that now she would be allowed to go to the festival with them. But the stepmother said, No! Cinderella, you have no clothes, and you don't know how to dance. Everyone would only laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Like that Adam Sandler album. That's what she said. Apparently she had heard it. I I guess they had Adam Sandler back then. He's always been around since time beginning. That's not a scientific fact, it's, it's just a theory of mine. I'm, I'm working on it with some scientist friends. We're, we're gonna crack this case. I'm, we're gonna prove it any day now. The research is really coming together. 
Anyway, Cinderella began to cry, big surprise, and then the stepmother said, You may go if you are able to pick two bowls of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour. Jeez, lady, come up with a new idea. Will you just double it? Just come up with something different, like, you know, pull, you know, Excalibur out of the rock. You know, how about that? Something original, or pick the bugs out of a bear's behind, you know? Now that's a, that, that is tough. I've done it. That's how I proved to myself that I was ready to be president. Every single president puts himself through a trial to prove to himself whether he could be president or not. Hell, Richard Nixon fought a blind Tibetan monk on top of burning coals, and he did it naked, like a man. Anyway, what was I talking about? Anyway, she put her on this impossible task, and the girl, Cinderella, went through the back door in the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky. Come and help me to gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. So then came out pigeons, turtle doves, and squirrels. She's like, oh no, the squirrels, they've come back for me. Oh, oh God, there's so many. And the squirrels, they stopped her and said, no, no, listen, come on. Let me just explain ourselves. And they explained that these, that these evil stepsisters, they had been throwing rocks at the squirrels, treating them badly, and ruining the ecosystem by not recycling. And they wanted revenge on those bastards. And so they wanted to team up with their arch nemesis, Cinderella. And they called themselves Uno Festivas. I don't know what that means in Spanish, but it, it sounds pretty cool. Anyway, all the doves and squirrels, they came in and helped pick at all the, uh, the lint or whatever the hell they were picking up out of the ashes. You know, and they're pick, 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 and the squirrels were pick, pick, pick. And then they were done, and after half an hour passed, they were finished. And they flew out the window again. Except the squirrels actually got eaten by the snakes before they can get out. They Cinderella kind of forgot to tell them about those snakes. It was an entire bad. They, they ate them. It was a massacre. It was ter terrible. Uno festivas was now over. It was now zero festivas. <laughs> oh, oh, stupid squirrels. Anyway, the girl took the bowl to her stepmother and was happy, thinking that now, finally, she would be able to go to the dance festival and just dance that night away. But the stepmother said, it's no use. You're not coming with us, but you have no clothes and you don't know how to dance. We'd be ashamed of you. This, this is the same excuse you gave before. Come with something new, lady, come on. Not very original, jeez, you know. Say, uh, well, no, it, it was a invite of two, three people only. Two guests, that was it. Sorry, you can't go, invitation lost in mail. I don't know, something, okay? Just make him an excuse, not this crap. Said it before. Anyway, with this, she turned her back on Cinderella and hurried away for her two proud daughters. Now that no one else was home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree. <laughs> oh, oh, hazel. And cried out, shake and quiver, little tree. Throw gold and silver down to me. Oh, she rhymed. Oh, this girl's a poet. She is going places. Then the bird threw a gold and silver dress down to her and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. She quickly put on the dress and went to the festival. <laughs> quickly. She knew how to put her clothes on quick and how to take them off quick. Just the way I like it. Oh, 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 I bet she knows the way I like it. Okay, I think I might have a problem. Uh, I should really see that therapist that Hillary is telling me about. Although I do make it a strict rule to never do what Hillary suggests. It's, it has always worked out for me in the past. Except, you know, the getting impeached thing. I, I probably shouldn't have, I probably should listen to her when she said don't get a blowjob from a ugly chick. 
Oh damn, I could have done. She just specified ugly. I could have done a freaking beautiful chick. Ah, oh, stupid me. Anyway, she went to the festival, and her stepsisters and stepmother did not recognize her. They thought she must be a foreign princess from Afghanistan, for she looked so beautiful in that golden dress. They never once thought it was Cinderella. <laughs> she she muttered under her breath. <laughs> they don't know it's me. <laughs> I'm so good. For they thought that she was sitting at home in the dirt, looking for lentils in the ashes. Wait, they but they didn't tell her to do that again. She had completed those. Why would she be looking for... Ah, screw it. The prince approached her, took her by the hand, and danced with her. Furthermore, he would dance with no one else. He never let go of her hand. Whenever anyone else came and asked her to dance, he would say, She's my dance partner. And if anyone asked to dance with him, he would say, No fatties. She da they danced together until evening, and then she wanted to go home. But the prince said, Oh, no. No, 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 let me... Let me go with you. I'll score you. Come on. Why not? What's worse that could happen? <laughs> Maybe, you know, coming for some coffee or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Snuzzle, snuzzle. All right. <laughs> okay. That's enough, Prince. All right. He's, he's a bit of a charmer. You know, he's a guy. I, I kind of like this Prince. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. We get along just family. He'd be a good runner, mate. Oh. Why am I talking to people that I'm really good? Damn it. I... That's two problems I got now. Okay, I maybe I should do that therapist. Damn what Hitler doesn't want. I will do what she says, despite her. For anyway, so he said that you know he, he want he wanted to go with her and see who the beautiful girl belonged to. You know, however, she looted him and jumped into the pigeon coop. That's that's a little extreme. All right, the uh, the prince waited until their father came and then he told them that the unknown girl secretly Cinderella. <laughs> right had jumped into the pigeon coop. The old man thought, could it be Cinderella? Because apparently this was a normal thing for her to do. She regularly jumped into pigeon coops. Okay. Uh, he had them bring him an axe and a pick so that he could break the pigeon coop apart. But no one was inside. Like, Whoa! She's like David Blaine. She must have disappeared. When they got home, Cinderella was lying in the ashes, dressed in her dirty clothes. A dim little oil lamp was burning in the fireplace. Secretly, Cinderella had quickly jumped down from the back of the pigeon coop and ran to the hazel tree. Wow, she is as acrobatic as a Persian prince. There, she had taken off her beautiful clothes very quickly. Two seconds flat. Boom, like that. She is... She is at the top of her game. I'll show the top of my game. <laughs> Damn it, what's wrong with me? I gotta finish this so I can get to that therapy session. So... She had taken off her clothes and laid them on the grave, and the bird had taken them away again. Then, just in her gray shock, shock, smock, thingy, ah, shut up, she had returned to the ashes in the kitchen. The next day, the festival started again, and her parents and stepsisters went off, and then Cinderella went to the hazel tree. Oh, hazel. Oh, hazel. Okay, that's three problems. All right. You know what? No, screw it. Nothing wrong with loving Hazel. Hazel's a great thing. God-given. It's my right to love Hazel as much as I goddamn well please. I see you eyeing me, little Timmy. Don't you judge me. I'll judge you. Confusing milk with bourbon. Oh, it was very good milk. Nicaraguan. The best. And she said to the tree, Shake and quiver, little tree. Throw gold and silver down to me. She's rhyming again. Damn it, that girl is going places. Oh, you know what? A female vice president could play pretty well. That might be a great idea. Plus, it'll piss Hitler off for not having her be vice president. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That's worth it then. So anyway, the bird threw down an even more magnificent dress than on the preceding day, and Cinderella went to the festival in this dress. Everyone was astonished at her beauty. The prince waited for only for her, and when she came, he immediately took her by the hand. She's like, ow, it kind of hurt my hand. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry. My bad. I just, uh, when I see you, I just want to pull you closer. Oh, oh, damn, that's a good line. That is a good line. Oh, I gotta use that. Shit. It's good stuff. I gotta write some notes down for this guy. He's got some pointers. Alright, so anyway, when others came and asked her to dance, he said, No, she's my dance partner. Get away! Yeah, I'm the prince. I'll, I'll, I'll tear you up with a bear. I've got a bear guard. I have a guard entirely made out of bears. You do not want to mess with me. Alright, don't mess with me. And Cinderella was like, Whoa, this guy's a little... He's a little unchecked. He's a little, you know, whoa, uh. Like, oh, I apologize about that. I just, I just don't want to let go of you. I just want to hold you forever. Damn it, this guy's got good lines. Oh, man. Where's my notepad? Uh, I screwed. I'll just drink some more instead. There was like a tiny sip left. There wasn't really any much left, but, you know. So anyway, when the evening came, she wanted to leave. And the prince followed her, he's a, you know, like, kind of like his little stalker, but, you know, wanted to see which house she went to. You know, he said that, but, you know, really, he just wanted to get up there. And then, after that, get down there. <laughs> oh, my life, why, why am I like this? Oh, God. Oh, I don't think there's enough therapy in the world to fix me. Oh, oh well, you know, when... When I become president again, it'll raise my self-esteem back up. I'll feel okay about myself. Alright, but anyway, she ran away from him and into the garden behind the house. A beautiful tall tree stood there, on which hung the most magnificent pears. She climbed as nimbly as a squirrel into the branches, because she had watched the squirrels and learned of their ways. The best way to defeat your enemy is to become them and walk in their shoes, and so she watched them day after day after day. And actually, she kind of eats her food by nibbling on it like a squirrel now. It's kind of adorable. It's one of the cute things she does. Uh, you, you, if you saw it, you'd love it. You'd be like, oh, that's, that's just adorable. Uh, she's a pretty little thing. Yeah. I like her. I like her. Anyway, the prince did not know where she had gone. He waited until her father came, then said to him, The unknown girl has eluded me, and I believe she's climbed up that pear tree. As if she was a squirrel. And the father thought, could it be Cinderella? You know, because he knew about the squirrel thing. So he had an axe brought to him and cut down the tree. Well, that's a little stupid. But you you could have killed her, you, you dumb bastard. What the hell's wrong? What kind of father does that? God, it's like the father of the squirrels. They're terrible to him. And this guy, what kind of father just ignores all this evil stepmother and stepsister crap that he's doing to his daughter? This guy's a bastard. Well, he, he does work in Corno, so, you know, he was always a seedy guy. You know, but still though, that's cruel. Anyway, the tree fell down and luckily no one was in it. But Cinderella, she had Prince of Persian it out of there. And she was laying in the ashes as usual when they had all got down. And put that beautiful dress underneath the hazel tree, back to the bird. And it put on her gray smock. On the third day when her parents and sisters had gone away, Cinderella went to her mother's grave and said to the tree, Shake and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. Actually, you know what? This would make a great Elvis song. Oh, he should really sing that. Although, he probably wouldn't be able to sing it really well, you know, since he's kind of dead and all. So, I still think it would be pretty good, though. You know, better than some of the other singers out these days. 
You know, I prefer the classics. King of rock and roll. You know, rock and roll is actually code for sex, right? It was an urban term. It was a term that black people used back then. That's why they call it rock and roll, because it made you all jubilee in your bottom parts. Four lessons. That is a lot of lessons. You kids are learning so much. That's a history lesson. Anyway, this time the bird threw down her address that was more splendid and magnificent than any she had seen yet. It had like jewels, other dresses built inside of them. So it was like a dress with another dress with another dress. You know, it's like a one of those, you know, Russian block circle thingies that you, you take out and I, I can't remember what it's called. But, you know, it, it had those. It had it had a bit of squirrel in it. It accidentally got caught in inside. You know, that was the bear's bad, who had weaved the dress, who had screwed it up. That's right, bear. Bears were weaving these dresses. That's how they kept being made. Bird didn't do it. No. Like, bears. They're just surprisingly good with their hands. It's like, you know, seals. They're actually really good at bouncing balls and blowing horns for no apparent reason. It's like, there are no balls in their environment. Lots of animals have secret traits like that. Bears? good at quilting. I mean, they're just good. Weaving and quilting. One of my transvestite friends taught me that tigers were great at playing the banjo. I mean, and then he showed, I didn't believe him, and then he showed me a tiger, and damn it, if that was not the best banjo playing I had ever seen in my entire life. I mean, that tiger could work it. Anyway, she arrived at the festival in this dress, and everyone was so astonished that they did not know what to say, because they were kind of confused why, why there was a squirrel built into her dress a little bit. You know, but the prince didn't mind that, you know. He only danced with her. Whenever anyone else asked her to dance, he would say, Back off! This is my house. I do what I want. He's a little obsessive. And Cinderella, she was like, Uh, he's a little, uh, again. She's like, I'm sorry, baby. But I get a little emotional when it comes to things that matter to me the most. Oh! Oh, that's good. Although, I'm pretty sure he stole that one from me. I've been saying that for years. That's a great one. But, you know, he probably learned from the master. I am talking to imaginary characters again. Moving on. When evening came, Cinderella wanted to leave and the prince tried to escort her, but she ran away from him so quickly that he could not follow her. The prince, however, set a trap. <laughs> Maybe they were like snake trap or something, I don't know. You know, but instead he actually had the entire stairway smeared with pitch, which is like, it's kind of like an adhesive kind of thing. It, it, it'll make you sticky. And when she ran down the stairs, her left slipper stuck in the pitch. Actually, that's... That's pretty dangerous. What if she got caught and just fell on her face? I mean, that's how physics work. What an idiot. What jackass. Just, you know, set up, get a box, put a carrot under it, and tie a string to it, and just wait for her to go under that. That's a trap, alright? You don't do something as dangerous as putting friggin' sticky adhesive Elmer's glue or whatever on your stairs. What if other people have gone these stairs? Wait, wouldn't he have gotten stuck to this? This story is full of holes. Just, this is the first one. But I'm sure there are more to come. So anyway, the prince picked up the shoe that was left behind. It was small and dainty and of pure gold. Sell it on eBay. That's my advice to him. But he didn't. The next morning, he went with it to the man and said to him, No one shall be my wife except for the one whose foot fits this golden shoe. He does realize that several women have the same shoe size. What is wrong with this prince? He doesn't understand Prada. Alright, just... Okay. I don't know if I can have a man around me who didn't know Prada, alright? I thought this was a great guy, but he don't know that. You don't know shoes. You don't know women, alright? That's the golden rule. Anyway, the two sisters were happy to hear this, for they had pretty feet. That that doesn't really have anything to do with it fitting, but uh, uh, alright, the logic's kind of dumb. 
At least I'm not using metaphors. Ugh, metaphors. Bad stuff. And with her mother standing by, the older one took the shoe into her bedroom to try it on. She could not get her big toe into it, for the shoe was too small for her. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut off your toe. When you're a queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. This woman is a psychopath. What is wrong with you? The girl cut off her toe. Oh my god, she actually did it. Why would you- That is- this girl is crazy. Okay, this- That side of the family is freaking crazy. I thought squirrels were crazy, but these- These women. Oh, dear God. Anyway, the girl cut off her toe. Uh, forced her foot into the shoe. Swallowed the pain. Oh my God, so much pain. And went out to the prince. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. However, they had to ride past the grave. And there on the hazel tree- Oh, hazel to the rescue. Said the two pigeons crying out, Rook de goo, Rook de goo, there's blood in the shoe. The shoe is too tight, this bride is not right. They, they basically Dr. Seussed it and used made up words in order to rhyme with this Rook de goo crap. The prince then looked at the woman's foot and saw how the blood was running from it. I, I don't know how he didn't notice that before. I mean, that's, that's a lot of blood. You would have seen the shoe. That'd be the first thing you would look at, because that's your proof. How would you not notice that? Matter of fact, how would you not notice her face? You just spent three nights with this woman. You already forgot her face. Like a true player. <laughs> oh man, I like him again. Alright. Okay, buddy. You you done good. You done good. Anyway, this this stallion of a man, this this pro. He turned his horse around and took the false bride back home again, saying that she wasn't the right one and that the other sister should try on the shoe. So she went into her bedroom and got her toes and the shoes just fine. They fit just right. They weren't too hot, weren't too cold. They were just right. But her heel was too large. What? She lied to me. She said it was just right. Bastard. Th that, but then her mother gave her a knife. Oh, great. Oh, great. The mother again. This will be good. And said, cut off a piece of your heel. When you're a queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. This did not work the first time. You are an idiot. The girl cut a piece off her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, and swallowed the pain and went out to the prince. Oh, this is gonna go great. This is gonna go great. I mean, I, 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 why wouldn't it? Didn't work the first time. Try it again. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her, not looking at the foot again. Why would you- it happened last time. Look this time. Look before you leap. Hey! Hey, that metaphor I understand. Alright, okay. I still hate metaphors, but there are exceptions to the rules. You know, like, not all Dutch people are bad. Some of them are exceptional. Alright, just... Doesn't mean that they're all good. Just a few of them good. Just, just not very many. Alright. I told you about the Dutch before. Don't like them. Enough said. When they pass the hazel tree... Ho-ho! Hazel comes to save the day. That's it's just a little ditty I'm working on. Shut up. It'll it'll sell. All right. Freaking little Timmy. The two pigeons were sitting in that hazel tree. Gonna take my baby way down low down down by the hazel tree. Down by the hazel tree. Down by the hazel tree. Oh man, that is gonna be one bitchin' album. <laughs> Cover's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a bear. Right on the cover. That's it. Just a bear. Just, just there. Just staring at you. Oh, it's gonna entice people. They're gonna be, they're gonna be sucked in by that bear. Oh, 
the emotional power of the bear is just... It's really a symbol for my presidency that I will obviously be getting again in 2016. Anyway, the two pigeons sang out, Rook-de-goo, Rook-de-goo, there's blood in the shoe. The shoe is too tight, this bride is not right. Oh, rapping, rapping pigeons. Oh yeah, hold on, let's, let's try that again. Rook-de-goo, Rook-de-goo, there's blood in the shoe. Shoe's too tight, this bride is not right. Bitch, oh. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're not great rappers. Okay, let's let's just move on. That was a little embarrassing. So anyway, he looked down at her foot and saw how the blood was running out of her shoe and how it was stained her white stocking all red. Like, oh, white stocking red? No, can't have that. It's gotta be white, because I'm a racist. He ate Native Americans. This, this guy was a jackass, a little bit. But, you know, it was a different time. It was a different time. All right. Then he turned his horse around and took the false bride back home again. He said, this one is not right either. She kind of seems like an engine. Racist. Ugh. Don't you have another daughter? No, said the man. There is only a deformed little Cinderella. What, you jackass? He's calling Cinderella deformed. There is only a deformed little Cinderella from my first wife, but she cannot possibly be the bride. This is a jackass. How is Cinderella not some evil, you know, kind of woman? being raised by this kind of man. Thank God her mother told her to be pious on her deathbed. Jesus, this guy probably would have put Cinderella in, a, in one of those cornos. He's a sick man. I will not stand for this sort of thing. But anyway, the prince told him to send her to him. But the mother answered, no, no, she's much too dirty. She's a dirty girl, full of sin. We call her Cinderella. She cannot be seen. She's got the devil in her, but the prince insisted on it. He's like, I like a little bit of a bad girl. All right. So they had to call Cinderella. She first washed her hands and face clean and then picked off the snake scales that had been shed onto her and then went and bowed down before the prince who gave her the golden shoe. She sat down on the stool, pulled her foot out of the heavy wooden shoe and put it into the slipper and it fit her perfectly. Click Kodak moment. Beautiful. When she stood up, the prince looked into her face and he recognized the beautiful girl who had danced with him. No wonder he never recognized these girls. He didn't, he never was never looking at their faces. He was always looking at their breasts. He didn't see the shoe, couldn't see the face, because he was looking at breasts. And that's why I want him as my new running mate vice president. He is gonna be great. He cried out, she is my true bride and he is my true VP. The stepmother and the two sisters were horrified and turned pale of anger. Prince, however, took Cinderella onto his horse and rode away for her into the night, even though it was morning. And as they passed by the hazel tree, the two white pigeons cried out, Root-de-goo, root-de-goo, no bloods in the shoe. The shoe's not too tight. This bride is right. I'm right. Uh. Okay, they still can't rap. After they had cried this out, they both flew down and lit on Cinderella's shoulder. Lit? What do you mean lit? They, they glowed? Did they start a fire on her shoulder? Uh, okay. Uh, but one was on the right and the other on the left and remained sitting there. Just glowing, I guess. Or maybe they had like a Zippo lighter or something. I don't know. Oh! oh okay, that's kind of romantic. Because they're like waving back and forth like during a concert. Alright. Okay. Maybe they sang a little Bruce Springsteen or a little American Pie and they just... Although, they didn't really know American Pie, so they just did the Weird Al parody song of it. I can't remember the name. It was like about Star Wars or something, I don't know. Anyway, when the wedding with the prince was to be held, the two false sisters came, wanting to gain favor of Cinderella and share her good fortune. They wanted a new Xbox One, 
Well, one of them wanted the PS4 and the other one wanted Xbox One, but, you know. And they figured, well, we can get both from Cinderella. We're not going on Black Friday. Oh, man. We'll get trampled. So when the bridal couple walked into the church, the older sister walked on their right side and the younger on their left side. And the pigeons pecked out one eye from each of them. Oh, man. These pigeons, they mean business. Afterwards, as they came out of the church, the old one was on the left side and the younger one on the right. Wait, they, they kept walking. They just got their eyes pecked out and they just kept walking like it was normal. They really wanted those Xbox Ones and PS4s. But then the pigeons pecked out the other eye from each of them. Oh man, these, these things are more evil than squirrels. And those are evil motherfuckers. Alright. Damn. Squirrels are badasses. They wear, they really, they look really good in leather jackets. They look really good in leather jackets. Some of them have sunglasses and they do that thing where they tip the front part of it down and then they just look at you and it is, oh man. They're like the fawns of the animal kingdom. I have always said that, starting today. And after their eyes got taken out, thus their wickedness and falsehood was punished with blindness as long as they lived the end. Now what did we learn, children? We learned that you shouldn't be a bad person because you get your eyes poked out by birds. Although the mother and father didn't really get punished. They, even though they were terrible people who let all this happen. So basically, if you get in trouble, I want you to blame your little brothers and sisters. Because why take the blame when the little bastard you don't even like can take it? I mean, I mean that's the real moral of the story. It's a good one. Good one. Also, squirrels. Evil. Just... Little bastards. And if you make an alliance with them, just remember, get rid of all the snakes in the house. Probably shouldn't be sleeping on a snake bed anyways. You know, only certain types of people like that. Like Cinderella. Also, one last thing. Hazel. Yeah. It's that good. Wow, boys and girls, wasn't that exciting and magical episode? I thought so too. Join us next time for another very exciting and happy story on Famous Person Storytime. Bye bye, bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.